This is Brojo Online. Masculinity, confidence, and integrity with Dan Monroe. What's up everyone? Once again, welcome back to Brojo Online. I wanted to talk about something I've noticed with seasons of life, particularly when you're working on yourself and specifically when you're working on becoming a more honest person of integrity. It's a really difficult road to move to becoming someone who has integrity because it's, yeah, it's just painful. Lately, I've become aware of what happens when someone starts to become more honest and just how painful that process can be because many of you out there are living a lie. You've slowly compounded various parts of lying over time to create a whole life that's false. You know, you'll have an entire social circle that's built on performing and people-pleasing. You'll have a career that's all about neediness for money and trying to keep your parents happy and trying to fit in with society. You know, you might even have hobbies that you're just doing because you were good at them rather than because you enjoyed them or because you're just expected to do it. You'll have habits and patterns like scrolling on Facebook or binging on alcohol that are all somehow related to carrying the burden of your falseness. It can be really overwhelming to look at this for the first time and be forced with the obligation to deal with it. And I know it certainly was for me. When, uh, you know, when I read No More Mr. Nice Guy and finally looked at my life, it was overwhelming just how much of it was false and how far from living integrity I was. And not just that, but just the implications of if I did now shift towards a more honest way of living, that was going to have a huge impact. You know, on my life, it was really going to rock the boat and in some case, you know, capsize me. I was looking at potential decisions to end my career, to end friendships, to even move where I was living. It was it was painful to really look at, and I wanted to speak to that today, to give hope, hopefully, <laughs> to hopefully give hope uh, to people who are considering becoming more honest, and to sort of map out what you're facing, sort of map out the recovery process, the stages of honesty, if you will. And what I've realized in running the Honesty Effect, which is my kind of masterclass program on becoming more honest, is that there's a seasonal analogy here. Winter, spring, summer, autumn, that we can use to kind of map the honesty recovery process and also as a way of keeping track of the ongoing maintenance process for living with integrity. There is no endless summer. You constantly go through seasons. Life makes sure of it. There's always challenges to having integrity. There's always complacency and comfort that sneaks in and steers you off course. And you have to constantly renew and revitalize yourself. And so I'm going to talk a bit about that today. So this this talk is both for people who are first looking down the barrel of becoming more honest. It's also for those of you who have been doing this for some time and are finding it difficult or finding the effects that it's having on your life painful to deal with. And for those of you who have been living with integrity for quite some time now, and maybe becoming a little complacent with it, maybe starting to 
lose awareness of how much integrity you actually have because you have a, a sense of confidence in yourself that's going unchecked and unmonitored. And this applies to me as well. So I want to talk about the different seasons as a way of mapping out. I'm going to start with winter, which I'd call the triage season. Winter would be your lowest ebb uh, for for integrity, for being honest. Winter is often where people start this journey because they've created an endless winter. When you've built your whole career on lies, when you've built your social circle on people-pleasing, when you've built your whole life around pretending to be something you're not, you eventually end up in this cold, bitter winter. Anxious all the time, suffering from depression often, you know, wondering what the hell the meaning of life is, questioning everything you've ever done. And this pain is actually exacerbated by the realization that you lack integrity. As helpful as it is to know that having more integrity would improve the meaning and quality of your life, it's very painful to come to the realization, hey, I've done this to myself. I've created a big mess. It took me years to make this mess. And now I'm looking down the barrel at the, the huge overwhelming task of trying to clean it up. It's a very winter type uh, feeling to go through, isn't it? And with each of these seasons, you're faced with two options, the healthy way of responding to the season and the unhealthy way. And I want to map out how each person responds. Let's look at the healthy way to respond to winter. Just like real life winter. Winter is the time where you take care of yourself while you wait for the seasons to change. It's the time of hibernation, the time of making the most of your resources and and survival. And I translate this in terms of living with integrity, living by values, as the season for self-care. When you realize, holy shit, my life's a lie, or, you know, I'm thinking of someone specific right now whose career is just coming to an end because it was based on a lie, and the lies brought it down eventually. It's time for self-care. You enter into a depressive mode. Now, if you want to live by values through winter... You're looking at acceptance and curiosity. Firstly is coming to acceptance that your life has gotten to this point. That you are living a lie or that the lies have come down on top of you. Or that yeah, your shame, the massive not good enough story that you have going on has been generated by yourself. The acceptance that that is where you're at right now, no matter how hard you invested in whatever lies got you here, it's time to let them go. And curiosity. Where are the lies and what are they? Winter is about kind of taking care of yourself while you slowly build awareness over time around what needs to change. So to translate this into practical terms, this is where I'd look at my career and go, do I really want to be doing this? Is this really who I am? If I was given a billion dollars right now, would I still go into work this year, you know? after the party. Do I love what I do? If it's my social circle, I'm going to look at each person in my social circle and think, who are them? Am I actually genuinely, spontaneously excited to see? You know, who are them? After being with them, I feel better about myself. Or should I say, we both feel better about ourselves. And who of them do I feel anxious about seeing? Who do I feel exhausted after hanging out with? Who is not right for me? Who am I only keeping in my life because I'm scared of being alone? 
These are the winter questions that need to be asked and answered. The thing with the winter period, the scary part about this, this triage where you've been, you know, brought into the hospital of honesty and it's time to start doing some surgery, you're going to be faced with the potential that everything's fucked. And I don't want to hide that from you. You know, when I first started looking at my life more honestly, it wasn't long before it dawned on me that every element of my life, almost, was some form of a lie. There were some things that were genuine for me, like I loved playing in my band, and I had a great connection with a couple of friends and my family. But most of my friends were based on people-pleasing and fear of being abandoned and being alone. My career was based on trying to impress people, mostly, and uh, based on financial insecurity. The way I treated my body was about instant gratification rather than health. Most of my life was a lie. And my winter, the age of about 25 to probably about 27, was a long winter. No, actually, no, that's not correct. I moved into spring, but we'll talk about that. But we'll say at least six months, I just sat there analyzing, observing, and looking at my life and getting a complete updated picture of who I'd become. It was a painful thing to do, but it was this act of self-care. I was preparing myself for change. I was identifying everything that needed to change and being brutally honest with myself about it. So that's one way to deal with winter. That's the healthy way to deal with the winter. If you're in a place right now where your life feels like it lacks meaning, if you're not happy with who you are, if you notice yourself engaged in a lot of instant gratification activity, like just binging all the time or scrolling on your phone, just not really engaged in life, then you're in winter. And that's the healthy way to deal with it. The unhealthy way to deal with it is to suffer, which is to continue the winter, to continue the lie, to avoid the truth, to avoid responsibility for having created the winter in the first place, to play the victim, to say, this happened to me because I'm unlucky. This happened to me because I'm stuck and trapped and powerless. I have to keep this job because I have no money. I have to stick with these friends because no one loves me. That's how you stay in a winter, by refusing to accept, hey, my behavior brought me to this place. The pain I'm experiencing right now is because of what I've done and nothing else. That makes a difference as to whether or not the winter will shift into spring or will just stay a long, cold, Game of Thrones style winter. So the triage, you take care of yourself. There's lots of time spent going for long walks and hanging out with quality people if you do have any and eating healthy, and really like taking good care of yourself whilst you carefully and ruthlessly examine your life and pick apart everything. I've got some questions that will help you with each of these, which I'll get to at the end. If you are in winter, you explore curiously while you come to a level of acceptance and responsibility. I bought myself here, it's time to dig myself out of this hole, no matter how much pain it is. Which takes us to spring. Spring is the redemption season. Think of spring cleaning. Now this is where you've come to an awareness about what needs to change. About what areas of your life lack integrity, what pieces of your behavior are a lie, what you've been holding back in terms of your expression. You've now got a full picture of both your honesty and dishonesty. What needs to stay the same and what definitely needs to change. Understand that these changes do not have to be instantaneous. 
For example, you might come to the awareness that your career is a lie. That doesn't mean you have to quit your job today. It just means you need to start a process. Spring cleaning is about going through your house one room at a time, cleaning it up, throwing away the shit. This takes time. It's multiple hours of work here. It takes responsibility and courage. Little bits of behavior slowly remedying the lie over time. Ending friendships one at a time that weren't right for you. Replacing them with better ones. Slowly applying for new jobs or building a business on the side to replace that career that was a lie. Replacing your eating habits with healthier ones. Getting a nutritionist and a... What do you call it? A PT, personal trainer. Slowly rebuilding your body. Going to the doctor and finally asking him to do the blood tests and everything. This is all stuff that I did. Went and got a complete picture and started rebuilding myself honestly but there's a lot of cleaning house that needs to happen you have to destroy the old lies to make room for a new truth put that in real practical terms i can't start a career that's right for me while i'm still in my current career i can't build a quality authentic social circle while i'm still clinging to bad fit friends there's a lot of cleaning that needs to be done some people start in a spring where because they're already at zero There's a way of starting at a spring where they've already been forced through a winter where they've lost their job because it wasn't right for them. They've lost their friends because they couldn't keep up the lies anymore. And they're kind of clean. They're ready to go. It's a great place to start. It's time to redeem yourself. Spring is a season of redemption. It's time to make up for the lost time. So you've got this cleaning house style. This is the healthy way of dealing with a spring. You go through in one area of your life at a time, slowly but surely, a few actions per day, nothing more than you can handle, but constant progress. You just clean it all up. It takes responsibility, you have to say, it's my job to clean this up. And it takes courage, you're going to have to do things that scare you. Quitting a job is scary. Refusing to reply to a text message from an old person who you know thinks of themselves as your friend, that's scary. But it's got to be done. The other option is to beat yourself up. So this is the unhealthy way to deal with spring. And this is a way many people choose. They become aware of how much they lack integrity. And rather than doing anything to change it, they just get bitter and resentful and beat themselves up. And when they're not beating themselves up over uh, over these problems, they're blaming others. Which again, of course, is beating yourself up because you're the one who let these others into your life. So somebody who's in the beating yourself up mode, they'll be constantly berating themselves about how they're in a shit job and they've trapped themselves in it. They'll be constantly calling themselves a loser who has to accept the kind of friends that they have or the poor dating life that they have. Or they'll be blaming, you know, you get those guys who like blame women for the poor relationships that they have with women. Or you blame your boss for making you work such long hours that you can't look for another job. All this blame stuff that stops you from taking responsibility and stops you from making the changes you need to make. So spring takes as long as spring needs to take. It means getting on track. There's no perfect place of honesty. But you know you've finished spring cleaning when you look at all the areas of your life and you're like, okay, there's nothing that needs to be cleaned out anymore. My career is now, even though it's just beginning, essentially, At least I'm doing what I think is right for me, rather than what my parents wanted me to do. I might not have any friends right now, but I'm actively socializing in hobbies that I love to do. 
and I'm not bringing anyone into my life who I don't feel is a good fit, that's when spring is finished. You've redeemed yourself. You've cleaned up the mess of your winter. And now you move into summer. So summer is what I'd be calling the prevention season. It's the maintenance season. Play your cards right and you can have long, hot summers. Beautiful summers. This is a choice between maintenance and complacency. You know, if you look at the the different seasons, they kind of come with general emotions. Winter generally is a depressing season. Spring is generally a hopeful or optimistic season. And summer is the happy season, isn't it? Summer is where you've set yourself up for a life of honesty. Now your job is to maintain that, to avoid complacency. To stick to the path despite the many temptations to slip back into dishonesty. You know, you'll have some temptations. You'll maybe get a bit lonely because your friend circle isn't filled with low-fit people anymore. It's just you. You may get a bit frustrated or scared around money because, you know, starting a new career, you start lower down the pole or you don't know what you're doing as you start your own business. And you're going to be really tempted to stray into dishonesty You know, maybe you'll lie to clients to try and close a sale. Or maybe you'll uh, hang out with people you're not really that keen on just because you've spent a few weeks by yourself. Your job during the summer is just a simple maintenance of not doing those things. Keeping an eye on them. Constantly journaling and reflecting on your behavior and making sure it continues to be honest. It's much easier to stay honest than it is to become honest. Winter and spring was hell for you. You don't want to repeat that. Now that you're on the good track, you've got to stay on that good track. And all you've got to do is remind yourself daily to do what's right for you, to speak your mind accurately, to be willing to lose things if they don't suit you in terms of integrity. That's all a summer is. It's prevention. The other way to deal with summer, the unhealthy way to deal with summer, is complacency. Which is you think, ah, I'm finished now. Game over. I see this uh, quite a few times in Brojo and it drives me crazy. We have a guy who, it's typically in the relationship space. A guy comes to winter and he realizes he's either never had a girlfriend or the only relationships he's had has been like nice guy, people pleaser style of relationship. He's never had an honest relationship. And he comes to like final acceptance that, hey, I've got to do something about this. This is me. And he goes through this beautiful spring redemption where he starts like, You know, going up and speaking to people honestly, presenting who he is, being willing to lose people, face rejection, do all the things he never did as a nice guy, people pleaser. And then the summer comes because he gets a girlfriend. And this is a critical turning point for many guys in Brojo, and this is where we'll actually lose them. As they get this kind of attitude like, ah, I'm finished now. Game over. I've got a girlfriend, therefore... All my effort and all my suffering and all that honesty hard work I had to do is finally complete. And they literally disappear. One guy, the guy, one day, you know, the guy just stops showing up to our weekly sessions. Drops out of contact. It's because he's now complacent. He doesn't want to continue going through the hard work of honesty. He's hoping that he doesn't have to anymore. And it's inevitable. A year later, he'll be back. The relationship would have gone straight back to winter. You know, that complacency would have built the new world of lies. The avoidance of regular maintenance-style honesty, of making sure you're always willing to lose somebody, to make sure you keep your integrity. That happens with complacency. You get into a new job, and then you start taking shit from the new boss, 
just because you want to keep the new job rather than going, wait, wait, I'm not doing this again. Fuck you, don't talk to me like that. It's really important the summer does not mean that hard work is over. You might have an honest, integral life, but you still got work to do. You've got to maintain it. And the longer you maintain it, the more you take care of it now with the little confrontations and so on that you have to have every day, the less you'll have to clean up later. You may be able to even avoid a dark winter and just go through brief ones, though they will happen. After summer comes autumn, or the fall, as Americans call it by themselves for some reason. And this is what I call the intervention season. This is where, because of inevitable comfort and complacency, no matter how onto it you are during summer, there will be some complacency and you will drop the ball. And an autumn is inevitable. How big and dark the autumn is and how painful the next winter is all depends on how well you maintained your summer. But autumn is where life starts to get in the way. And that's inevitable. You can set up the perfect career and the great social circle, but life is life. It doesn't go smoothly and perfectly. And there's a guy on my Honesty Effect program right now. He's finally set up his own business. It's really ideal to him. But then he got this business partner and it was a really complicated relationship. You can't avoid that kind of shit. That's your autumn. You got this thing set up. Hey, life's going to throw some spanners in there. It's going to make things difficult. Yeah, you got that great new girlfriend. Well, it turns out she's got some things that she gets irrationally upset about and it drives you crazy. You're going to have to deal with that. You don't have to break up with her, but you've got to deal with her shit. Or maybe uh, she gets sick. Life, life does that. You could be totally on top of things and then you're in a car accident. And you have to deal with that. Autumn is about the difference between confrontation and avoidance. The key emotion of autumn is frustration. The little things that frustrate your attempt to keep the summer going. So while summer, it's merely honesty is the value to live by. In autumn, it's about persistence. It's about their resilience to constant temptation to lie. Constant temptation to avoid. If I'm in a relationship, the autumn comes when the initial honeymoon period wears off and we start to really be ourselves with each other. And all those little things, or maybe you start to live together and all those little things that annoy you become... Issues that need to be dealt with now. They aren't things that you can gloss over so easily. Or now you've got, uh, your, your partner has a family and you're getting involved with the family now. And that's a whole new kettle of fish. Boundaries need to be set early on. Or they become, uh, what do you call it? Precedents for bad behavior. Your new job. Maybe it's going great for the first six months and then this new guy joins your team and he's just a fucking dick. And you want to keep the job, but you don't want to tolerate this guy's behavior. You're going to be really tempted in all of these scenarios to avoid dealing with it. Because you just want this thing to stay smooth and smooth and perfect. It will not stay smooth and perfect. Rather than trying to avoid autumn, be prepared for it. Just because you won the lottery doesn't mean that your money problems are over. In fact, a new set of problems is just beginning. One of the things uh, Mike and I from Brojo... And David, the, the coaches of Brojo, what we often talk about is life is just a series of better problems. Progress just means your problems get better. Autumn is the proof of this. You go into the summer period where you're like, holy shit, my life has meaning now. I've got integrity. This is great. I'm living by my values. I'm fucking on top of things. And then a few months later, you're like, hey, what's all this bullshit that keeps happening? I thought I got this. Yeah, you do got this, but life is life. It's still going to keep testing you. 
There, the way the human brain is wired, it's impossible to stay satisfied. There's always going to be dissatisfaction, even if your external circumstances go well. And on top of that, your external circumstances generally don't go well. Most life has hardship. You can be a multimillionaire. You're still going to have problems with fluctuating markets and banking and taxes. You know, you could be working at the, the, the company you've always dreamed of. You finally get that job of Google or whatever. And it turns out your boss is a bit of a dick. That'll happen. You know, you might have a great relationship. Oh my god, finally, I found the girl in my dreams. Then for some reason you start having problems in the bedroom. That'll happen. Autumn is about confronting these problems, rather than clinging to the hope of an endless summer, going, okay, now it's time to deal with the real-life shit. Dealing with it early, being honest, being willing to lose that thing that you've built for six months, if need be, in order to maintain that persistent honesty. And this will inevitably lead to the next winter. Now again, the strength of that winter will depend on how you manage the autumn. If you're nipping these things in the bud early, you're still going to have occasional dark periods of time with your new partner, or there'll be times where your job gets a bit boring, or the project's a bit tough and you get into that kind of winter mode. But that could just be a few days or a few weeks, if you play your cards right, if you're as honest as possible throughout the process. When it becomes months, years, or even decades, is when you don't maintain during the summer, and then you don't confront and persist during the autumn, and you build up a world of lies again, and they all come crashing down on you for a long winter. So that's an overview. I want you guys to think about where you're at currently. If you're feeling depressed a lot of the time, and you're lost, and you don't know what's going on with your life, and you're wondering why it's so unfair, then you're in winter. React accordingly. If you feel like you're totally aware of why things aren't going so well in your life and it's time to do some repair and you're actively engaged in kind of making big changes in your life, you're in spring, you're cleaning house. If things seem to be cruising for you, if you're finally on track and you got that feeling like, yeah, this is what I wanted, there's nothing in my life I'd really change significantly right now, then you're in summer, time to do some maintenance, time to keep that honesty going and don't get complacent. And if you're finding that you are basically on tracks, just life's being difficult, or you're hitting barriers that you've never hit before, you're discovering new problems that you didn't expect, you're frustrated, that's autumn. It's time for confrontation. You've got to jump on those problems quickly, nip them in the bud, be persistent with them. Don't allow them to don't allow yourself, I should say, to get too attached to the fantasy of an eternal summer. Now, let's get much more practical. For those of you who have identified which season you're in, I'm going to give you some questions you can ask yourself to help you through that season. You'll be the one who has to answer the questions and act on those answers. I can't do that for you, but I can provide the questions. What's up, guys? Thank you so much for listening thus far. You are listening to a free version of this podcast. The paid versions are exclusive to our Brojo members. Now, in the paid version, you get the end part of the podcast where I go into how-to practical advice to deal with the issues that were raised. And also, the members have access to the download function, so members can download the podcast to listen to later. Now, I don't expect anyone to pay for the content, so if you want to keep listening to the free stuff, you go right ahead. Um, You'll be able to stream it live online and... If you're interested in becoming a member and getting access not only to the the advanced levels of the podcast, 
but also to the Brojo University online courses, which include things like the Nice Guy Recovery Program, how to find your and discover your core values, and how to build a social circle. Those all come with the Brojo University access for $19 a month, just $19 a month, and you can quit any time. If you're keen for that level of engagement, go to brojo.org. That's brojo.org and look up Brojo University. Otherwise, continue to enjoy all the free value that Brojo has to offer, and I'll catch you next time.